Hello, welcome to episode number 263 of the AppLog Podcast. I am your host, Simon Head. I'd like to thank everybody for shopping on Amazon, supporting the show. It's a very, 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 very great help. Thank you so much. You too can do this by going to applelog.ca slash Amazon or applelog.ca slash US Amazon. You can do it the old-fashioned way by going to applelog.ca. Click on those banners located on the right side. Locate your country, whether you're from Canada, the United States, or the UK. Bookmark those links. And every time I shop on Amazon, use the links to shop and support the show. It costs you no extra money. You can... Support the show in other ways, too, by going to patreon.com slash You can pledge as much or as little as you want on a monthly basis to help with hosting and gas fees, and you can cancel at any time. Go to applelog.ca slash shop to buy a t-shirt. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes. Give it five stars, please. Like the show on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash pod. Follow me on Twitter at simonhead666. Today, I have a re-airing of the live show that I did last week with my good friend Kyle Stanley. It's the first of hopefully many. I actually did, we'll do, next next week will be the one I did with Connor, which was in the same week, but um, Kyle and I go way back. Kyle used to be the drummer in a band called Closet Monster. He's also, um, he's a writer. He, right now, presently, he's writing for Hard Times. He writes for that that satire a punk rock site called Hard Times. Um, very funny guy, very quick. He's a thinker, and he's a good guy. And uh, he's one of my favorite people to have on the show, obviously, because he's been on the show a bunch of times. Now, I must I must warn you that the, the, the site went, well, the stream went dead after Kyle's computer died because it overheated. But um, you get the gist. Uh, hopefully... You can, I think the show, no, is the yeah, you can still go to um, facebook.com slash pod and the show is actually still streaming. It's still, the stream will be going after this episode comes out. So if you want to give it a day or so, uh, make sure you, if you want to watch the video part of it, you can do that. All right. Comment suggestions are always welcome. Appalog.ca slash contact. Ladies and gentlemen, my good friend, Kyle Gordon Stanley on the Appalog podcast. First live stream. Well, you know, we used to do this on the, uh, we used to do just audio versions of this. Do you remember? Like a couple of years ago? Yep. Well, yep. that service got completely shut down now. So that's a bit of a drag. But what was that? It was, um, it was called NiceCast. And I was trying to get it back up and going again, but it just was not, um, it, it wouldn't let me do it. So I, I was a little bummed out, but because it was really, and I got it, it was like free, everything. You know, like, but I don't know, what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? So, uh, welcome back. Let's make sure Thank we're you. live here, proper live. And share this. It's loading up on my screen right yeah. now. Yeah, okay, good. Oh, the same thing? No, it's the, I just went to the. Oh, to the Apple thing? Like the, the Facebook Live. Okay. Now I'm just sharing it to my, my timeline. So, welcome, everybody. Welcome to the show. Sorry for the interruption. There was actually a power outage at my house for like a second enough to completely screw everything up and uh 
We're back again. This is my this is my basement. That's my 3D printer that just fucked up because the uh, power went off. But it's much quieter in here now. Kyle, you've been on the show probably what fifty times. I think this is seven or eight, but in podcast times, that's fifty, sixty. <laughs> seven or eight. You are the most uh, guested person on the show. I think you hold the title. I think I have to. The, the, who are the other multiples? There's. Um, I have a doctor. I have like a. There's that doctor, doctor guy. Oren. Yep. Uh, I have yep. Greg Bolton, and those are really the uh, real repeating like guests. No, you've the the uh, the guy with the accent. Uh, oh, Carmelo. Nope, uh, English or Australian. One of the two, or Irish, maybe. Uh, oh, uh, not Will. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been on yeah, he's a been few on. times. More than once. Yeah. 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 But uh, I, I just, uh, yeah, I enjoy. I mean, this show's been going on for over, for over five years. Five years. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that? Well, it's a testament to your stick to itiveness. I know. Do you like it as much as when you started, or did you even like it when you? started? I loved it when like I started. I like it now. I, it, to me, it's one of those things. It's like when you join a band and you um, want to be in that band and make it work. You keep working at it. And yep. I'm in that phase now where I don't know what I'd do, like just as an artistic outlet. If I couldn't do this, I I don't know what would happen with my, uh, you know, or maybe I'd play more music. Maybe I'd write more music. I don't know. But yeah, I still enjoy it. Excellent. Yeah, You're- I still enjoy being on. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's a uh, it's tough doing both these things because usually if I'm just recording. I'm just recording and I don't need to worry about like uh, what's actually happening. And I just realized I forgot to hit record in the Pro Tool session. So now we're starting. We're actually starting now because <laughs> this is going to come out again on the actual feed. <laughs> God, I need an engineer. I need a guy. I need one of those guys to come in to make this work. Um, Kyle, you've been down in Ajax now for what, a couple of years? It's been about a year and a yeah, half now. Yeah. Well, since I've been back. Yeah, because yeah, you were in Hamilton for a while, right? Yep. Yeah. And then Toronto before that. And then the last time I lived in Ajax was 2010. Yeah. It was just right around the corner from here, actually. Yeah, you're off. I know. I kind of know your area where, you you know, my brother used to live around there, around that area of Ajax. Um, didn't he live in, like, the wartime houses? Yeah. Uh, Har- Harwood? Yeah, I'm down at the lake now, Lake and Pickering Beach, oh, so okay. south, south Salem. Yeah, they called that the trailer park. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. was. That whole area was just built to house the people working in the munitions factories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's the story of Ajax. We're a bomb town. My aunt and uncle lived around there, too, in the 70s. It was much different. We used to ride our bikes down from Greenwood, who's lived in Greenwood. Oh, yeah. We'd ride our bicycles down and, uh, and and make it down to uh, Ajax and go hang out with my aunt and uncle, which was very close to that area. I forgot what the name of the street is. Um, whatever. But uh, There wasn't much here then, though. Was that? There really wasn't. There wasn't much here. Oh. I, I moved here in 84, and that's right when the the Westney Heights development went up, right at Westney and Highway 2. Yeah. Like when now it's just nothing. It's just miles of houses, but there was nothing. Um, Westney Road didn't even go south of Highway Two. It was just field. I do remember that, and I do remember Westney Road was actually yeah. went a different direction. Westney Road would come down uh, instead of swooping down. It actually went straight. Um, at that one point, uh, I forget what the, I think it's a third concession. Just past there, it would go straight south. 
and then we would ride straight down Wesley Road and end up at that uh, Ajax Road, which which was close, kind of close to where you used to live. That's where it used to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's uh, yeah, man. I remember uh, when they first built that park down by the by, by the lake, Rotary Park. Yeah, yeah. and uh, my brother Andy and I would uh, we'd 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 ride drive his mini on on those tr- on those paths. Oh, like a, you mean like a four-wheeler? No, like a mini, like an Austin mini. Oh, gotcha. Oh. It was pretty illegal, but it was fun. It was fun. I used to do uh, cross-country racing, uh, cross-country running down there when I was a kid, because I grew up around that area, around the uh, Greenwood area, which is just north of there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's where my daughter goes up to throw Frisbees with her friends and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Or at least she did until a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Can't do that anymore. (laughs) No. This is this. I always say this is part of the movie that they've uh, they're going to cut out, you know. And there's like like pandemic, uh, you know. Come watch how we all die of the flu, <laughs> and uh, and it's it's kind of like it's, the movie's writing itself right now because we get, there's a crazy orange face monster just south of us who is like completely saying it's fine, everything's fine, there's no problems, you know. And it's 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 concerning. Um, where. Yeah, I don't know how to put this. Where where do you think is the best place to be right now? I'm fairly happy where I am, considering the rest of the world. I am pretty decently happy with the numbers around here and everything. Mm. But at the same time, I'd love to be like really far north in Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> just somewhere away from any sort of thoroughfare or anything. It's just, you know, the my fight or flight reaction is always flight. Yeah. So that's that's immediately the first thing I think of. Where can I go to get away from this? Well, my niece lives so far north that there's no real need or concern for anything. So I think, but the problem is there's no Walmart. That's true. That's, that's a problem. You need your Walmart. Where are you going to get your video games? Oh. Yep. Uh, you don't even need to buy video games from a store anymore. Oh, you don't? <laughs> no, I don't think anyone does. That's how old school I am. Whoa, that's cool. I think the last video game you played was Golden Axe. No, no, man. The last game I played was Resident Evil. Uh, They redid Resident Evil 2, I believe. And it was... Oh, so it was more recent? Yeah, I didn't quite finish it. My buddy Al and I were were playing um, over Skype, or not Skype, we were playing over video chat. We were showing each other's cameras, and we were trying to play through at the same time. And, uh, yeah, we're... Because back in the day, I we I had a PlayStation, and Al would watch me play video games, uh, and that was the thing we'd do, and and then so when he, this is Al Shaw, yeah, yeah, Al Shaw, yeah. yeah, and so we okay. would we would <laughs> he would like I see you want to play, and he's like, no man, I'm I'm enjoying myself watching you play, and uh, and it was a <laughs> oh man, back at that old house down in uh, at Warvet, whoa, oh right on. So that, was this in your living room or the basement? It was in the living room. Yeah, it was just okay. yeah off to the side, and that's where we were. Ta- Spring and I were just talking about today about the the theater style um, seating we would have, where we could make like two tiers of mm-hmm. seating with milk crates, and uh, yep. make that happen. It was yeah, so much fun. I I uh, oh shit, my fucking Pro Tools died. It's this is this is a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, the whole world's coming apart. No, it starts with the internet. We can't get our internet. 
then we can't get toilet paper. Once you can't get your toilet paper or internet, just give up. I'm going to be wiping my ass with a useless laptop. That's right. That's all they're going to be used for is wiping ass. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I, uh, I'm really worried about the entertainment industry and everybody that's involved with it. I really am. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's bad. Yeah. That's, that's where both of us are living, dude. Yeah, it's really bad. Really bad. I, I worry for everybody who... Uh, I mean, I mean, do you think... Do you think if you could look back like 20 years from now and go, like 20 years ago and go, I think I'm going to take up some doctoring or lawyering. I think I'm going to do that. You know, would you, would knowing that possibly you could be <laughs> kicked out of your apartment, <laughs> like, would you be, want to become a lawyer even more? Maybe just a little bit more? Yeah, probably. Um, what I wanted to be when I was, when I was that young was a teacher. And <laughs> if I picked that, I'd pretty much be in the same boat now too. Well, yeah, I never even thought about, well, I thought about it, but it's like this whole work action dis labor disruption thing with the teachers, that's not getting much traction now because everybody's home. Everybody. Yep. And the kids are at home and they're loving it. They're like, oh, school, who needs school? Uh, had that problem with my son last week, and then he did something that uh, he shouldn't have done, and he's read Olive to Kill a Mockingbird and done a report on it for me. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Well, you're an English guy. You're 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 you 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 know your English and your literature. Yep. Yeah. And he's uh, he's just he's a screen kid, and he always has been like since he was born, like since before he could talk or anything. He just wanted to watch people play on a DS or something. Yeah. So he's got this attitude about books that you can tell after he's read something that he enjoyed it. And he just won't admit it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I my son is is all screwed up with his with his hours because he's up all night and he sleeps half the day. He's seventeen, so it's like everything you say. Hey, maybe you should get some sleep tonight. That's like no, screw you, dad. I know, I know yep. better. He still eats his breakfast pan or his birthday pancakes though, he doesn't sure he? Sure does. Sure does. Sure does. He's my boy. <laughs> he's trying to, you know how. How old is uh, Everett? Go ahead. He is, uh, he's. I was just going to ask. <laughs> well, we got that internet uh, internet lag. No, I'll go right. I'll go right. Okay. Uh, Everett's 17. Um, he's driving. He is, uh, um, he knows everything. I'm always wrong. And that's mm -hmm. where we're going to have to deal with it. For at least the next two years, yeah. Maybe it could be longer. Because I remember I was I was way more like I was more like evil than my kids are. I I, I think I was not a very good person when I was a very kid. When I was a young kid, like a teenager. Yeah, I'm, the more I think about it now, I'm really not happy with who I was at that point. I guess no one is, but you you can't feel it about someone else the way you can about yourself. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, too, is it takes so many years to realize, like, hey, man, when I was, like, 17, God, I was a dick. I was bad. Yep. I was mean. I was just a crappy person. But there's there's something concerning if somebody's, like, super straight-laced at 17. Would I would be even more, I would be as equally concerned for that person going into the future. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, everybody's I'm got the breaking point, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, 
I see somebody's on here now. Say, say, uh, let's see who, whoever's on here, let's leave a comment because I want to see who's here on this live podcast. And then, it's going to be bad. It, it, it's going it's gonna to be creditors. I know it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's going to be in Mandarin. It's going to be something how, like, you know, or remember that one you used to get that phone call, like, you've won a free, uh, what was it, yeah. cruise or something. Yeah. I don't see well because I know why too that this whole feed is about thirty seconds delayed, so we're like thirty seconds into the future on everybody right now. So it still sucks. I know. <laughs> yeah, nothing's happened. <laughs> <laughs> we're still good. We're still good. Welcome to the show. Anybody got any questions for young Kyle about how to uh, survive in the wild? Uh, that. I can tell you how to identify different sparrows. Oh yeah, yeah, K yeah. Kyle, I forgot. <laughs> Kyle is a bird expert, and he knows. Oh no! Oh, well, no, he knows no. stuff <laughs> about birds. It's like someone saying, "Yeah, I play chess." You know, are you a chess master? Well, probably not, but you know chess, yeah, so that's that's, that's you. You're you're you know, you're uh, you're you're no more about birds than I do because I go and go. That one sounds like cheese burger 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 burger, and then there's another <laughs> one that goes uh, ah, and that's like a crow. Uh, and I know that there's other noises that birds make that I don't know, like chick dee 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 and that's all I know. That's yeah, it's either pretty little songs, little peeps, or a really horrible, horrible yell. <laughs> yeah. Do you take uh, you take uh, binoculars out with you so you can see all the birds? Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know what it is, but for the last couple of years, it might just be my eyes, but especially when it's cloudy or overcast on a day, I have trouble distinguishing colors. And that, even with binoculars, can be some can be a real problem. So you mean you can't like you just have a a problem? So you mean because birds? Well, I mean, if it's sunny, yeah, and I, then no problem. But if it just as soon as it gets overcast, every overcast everything browny gray white on a bird will just blend together uh, for me. Yeah, yeah. So. I don't know. I'm just avoiding getting glasses because I don't want to. I'm with you. I'm with you. Like I, I have the more I look at this uh, computer screen, every year that goes by, the less I can see, and and yep. that becomes really bad when I'm like trying to because I do a lot of fine solder work and things like that, and I have yep. reading glasses, but I really feel that and they were a dollar, like they were literally a dollar, but I feel that there yeah. has to be so the ones I have too. What's that? The ones I have too, just one point fives from. I think I bought them from Yisk. Yeah. The like the other IKEA. <laughs> Um, I think they were like four bucks. Mine were a dollar at the electronic store. And uh, it was a sad moment where I'm like, oh, I'm going to go, I got to buy these. Oh, bummer. Yep. Any books now? Any books? Yeah, me too. Printed word, it's I'm useless. And when uh, I put them on, I the glasses are too small, so my head looks ginormous. And that's yeah, not good. That's, <laughs> that's, not, that's not good at all. That's horrible. That's bad. <laughs> I didn't think I looked like Winston Churchill, but now I do. <laughs> well, before you look in the mirror, like, I must look much smarter right now. I must look super <laughs> smart. And then you look at it and go, oh, look at that. That's me. Oh, yuck. Weren't you wearing glasses for that 10-foot pole Europe tour? Uh, or was those just in some of the photos? I'm yeah, yeah, at? I was. I wore these. These um, they. I, were they just frames? Were, no, they were glasses. They were like very weak for astigmatism, uh, which I still have. I will have it for the rest of my life. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm, it's the cross I bear. Uh, but my, my vision has got worse. Like, But astigmatism is like tough to, when you're at night. 
I have so many dents on my shins because I just have a, like a low level light. I can't see in the dark. And yep. that's always been that. And um, no, yeah, I had very weak prescription, but then I let them go because I realized like, oh, now I got to wear these things like forever. And then my brain like readjusted after I took them off. But uh, yeah, it's tough. Like I wake up in the morning and you look at your phone, and you're like, Ugh, everything's kind of weird. And I don't know, maybe I should get my eyes looked at, maybe wear glasses. Yeah, as soon as you're allowed out of the house, go do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think Duncan's on. Hi, Duncan. Duncan Morgan, everybody. Harborfront. Um, yeah, so <clears throat> what are your plans? Are what, what if we have to stay in more and do more? Like, what, what do you have anything, like a, a backup plan? Working on that right now. Yeah. As far as just as keeping myself um, occupied, there's that's really the bigger question. Mm. Um, as far as, well, I mean, relief funds are one thing, but that's going to run out. Yeah. We took what I'm hoping for though, after this break, I'm thinking that there's going to be like an exodus to bars, clubs, shows. If people who wouldn't normally go see, I don't know who still plays, um, Our Lady Peace <laughs> probably will That's a reach. in September. Yeah, will in October. You know what I mean? Oh, they'd always like have the, it. my first thing I thought of was Big Wreck, but like, is, is there still a Big there Wreck? There is. Um, there is. is, is yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't think they kept they kept going. It's funny on. you'd say that because today is Brian Doherty's birthday, who passed last year, cancer. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, that's uh, yeah. It's a yeah. It's a no, there's still a band. I mean, are you kind of trying to say that if you're a bad Canadian rock band? That no, what I'm trying—I I don't mean bad. I just mean if you're, let's say you're booking like a four thousand seat venue and you sell uh, thirty five hundred tickets. I think in September, October, you're selling the place out. Oh, okay. You know yeah, what I mean? it's going to be a boost. Yeah. What do you think about live streaming? Do you think live streaming is going to take hold? I can see your neck, by the way. We're live, oh, yeah. by I'm the way. Just, you know I'm, that, right? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I know, but I have to plug this in or else my computer's going to die. <laughs> it's high, high quality uh, podcast that we're doing here. Do you want me to? Do you want to need a minute? I've had you want to go to commercial? Is that what you want? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we lost our viewer. Jesus, Kyle, come on. Well, actually, it's funny because that's like thirty seconds ago. Um. No, do you think do you think like people like Mother Nature always prevails? There's always some sort of leveling out. Like there will always be entertainment. Um, people, there's always been a fundamental conversation about live streaming versus live actual, um, and we have it all the time at our theater. But it, it, it we have to do something because if they say we're shut down for the next foreseeable, then we got to do something. People need to be entertained. And the things that people are doing now, like the uh, Elton John show that, or the TV show that he did on the weekend, um, it seems really almost gimmicky now. It's going to become completely normal for everybody in the public eye to be doing stuff like that um, in the next one or two weeks. There's one, um, at least one new podcast from someone who had another podcast starting every couple days um guys are putting on shows just for this calling it like the 
the quarantine show or whatever. Yeah. And I imagine solo artists, it's going to be easy for you just sit like you just sit down in a setup like you got there with an acoustic guitar. You can play a whole show. Yeah. Bands is going to be tough. Like what's the guy who plays electric bass going to do? Well, yeah, well, they could do it here, yeah. but you can't come to my house because we're uh, socially distancing from people. Exactly. Yeah. So you kind of have to have it built in. You have to have your own band, which needs to be like the Partridge Family. Partridge Family would rule right now. They're like, come on, everybody. One, two, three, four. <laughs> you know, like, hey, Danny, turn your bass up. You know what I mean? That That's how that would work. How about I stab you? <laughs> I'm a drunk in 20 years. <laughs> I'm addicted to coke and meth. I think, he, I th- think he's doing okay now. He's though, better. This. Yeah, he's better. Danny. <laughs> Danny Bonaducci. I can't tell him and Marty McSorley apart if you take away their hair. <laughs> I, uh, I, um, yeah. So, I mean, unless you're a family man, uh, there's no way that you're going to be able to do this. So, <clears throat> this is where, I mean, if this happened 20 years from now, I could sit there and you could be over there and you could count your drums in and I could be playing along. Like, the internet's just not fast enough. But yeah. But they're working on it. I can tell you firsthand because Spring is upstairs right now on a constant meeting about how Rogers is going to be able to give enough um, internet to people and uh, how it's going to work out. Because I don't know, I don't, I never knew this, but there is a certain amount of allotment of, of internet bandwidth. And usually it's all between certain times, it's all, it goes to the city down to the buildings like where people work. But nobody's working out of this building anymore, so they have to take that power and make it all sort of work around in houses, which is trying. Like, I'm looking at my my video upload speed, and it is slow. I'm surprised people are actually watching this, <laughs> unless it works. But It seems to be coming through okay. Yeah, I'm looking yeah, it at feels, it. It's, it's super delayed, but I, I think that there's just going to be like, if... If if we could speed things up, it could be a very very bad thing because people will be like, "Well, we'll just I'll just be in here in my house because I won't catch your cooties and you won't catch my cooties, and we'll uh, we'll jam." You know? Yeah, that's really viable. I think um, a lot of it's a lot of just talk and talk and talk but people are saying this is going to be like the end of paper money this is going to be like the end of meetings thank god <laughs> yeah i mean there's some things that's that's fantastic about uh, about um distancing when you when you don't have to yeah. be together but there's going to be a whole lot of adjustment no matter which way this pans out yeah, like this whole idea of filling up a baseball stadium next summer, it's probably pretty slim to none. Um, even though it's going to be okay. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, there's still so many people who aren't um, taking it seriously. I wonder what the wonder what the numbers are going to be on percentages of people who, after this is over, will just go back to everything completely like normal. Not even think about it. Still it still happens. I mean, like you, you know, people aren't taking it serious enough. This is this is like, I I single handed I watched one person's Facebook feed going, being like a complete denier to like over the weekend to like, hey, this is serious. Like <laughs> we need to take this serious. Yep. You know, and 
I'm sure, like I know people that are, I know people who have relatives who are who are infected, and it's, you know, whatever we lost, we lost some. You know, it's always more sad when the artists go right. Because <laughs> yeah. everyone knows them, you can you can talk to other yeah. people about it. Yeah, it's true. You can share your own story, but the, the, the you know, it, it, I I watched this feed go from ah to you know no seriously wash your hands take this seriously. <laughs> <laughs> would you say that the person is um, someone you would normally consider to be really level headed, or are they? No, Spacey. they seem they were they're level-headed people. They're smart people, and uh, you know that's a problem. You know, with Facebook is that when you start joking around with stuff, people are like, "Hey, hey, 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 hey!" You can't do that. You can't. You you got to watch it. Mm -hmm. If you don't watch it, you're gonna get chained. You know, and it's I've gotten by pretty good. I said, "Well, we could change that now with this with this podcast." But uh, I've gotten by pretty good without having to uh, explain myself. How about you? Yeah. <laughs> I try to stay out of Facebook arguments. I don't engage. Yeah, I. There's not a whole lot you can say that can't be just refuted with <laughs> "fuck you" in text. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. yeah. So it's it's an it's a a, a practice I abandoned a long time ago. Unless it's funny, I sometimes I'll just dip in there and be like, okay, let's see how many words you spelled wrong. All right, so <laughs> yeah, you know, just sort of take them take them down from that. Well, yeah, because logic, will, um, like being smart, will be able to. But like I've had, like I've like it's been pretty good. Like, but I've had like the occasional YouTube argument where like I'm in comments, and I can't believe like halfway through it, I'm like, what am I now? I'm invested. I'm dug in. I yeah, can't get yeah. out of this because if I leave, <laughs> and I think it's a natural reaction to jump in and just when you see something that you know for sure is wrong it's hard to fight that um that impulse to jump in and yeah. correct even if it's you know complete like zero point to it yeah well that's human nature is to dig in you know like gotta dig in <laughs> and I, ca I can't do that at, at all anymore because now that uh, opinions are so so loud yeah and everywhere and every what are you going to do you're just going to fight fire a million bullets in every direction yeah no it's true it, yeah the only thing i'm really concerned about is say someone i have to deal with day to day if they start with you know falsehoods bullshit opinions that's when it gets like painful oh yeah yeah no i've been pretty good like the people i work with are pretty level headed the people I speak to are pretty good. Like, there's no, like, real, like, you know, conspiracy-driven anti-vaxxer Trump lovers in my um, group of friends. I don't think. <laughs> You'd probably know you by would. now. There's a few people that I've sort of just, I've just sort of secretively dropped as friends because I just don't want to hear, like, the nuttiness. Like, it's, I, I think... Mm -hmm. You know, Facebook as a concept is pretty good. I mean, like it actually, it, it works because, you know, we connected over it and I've connected through from friends. I was speaking to a friend down in Florida who I haven't spoke to in years who, you know, uploaded, a, a friend of theirs uploaded an old Red Fisher poster, a $3 show, by the way. That's hilarious. Yeah. I saw that. Do you, do you no, remember that show? I don't. I, 
part of me thinks we missed it too, but there was um there was my buddy Dave Sams was in one of those bands with Sam who plays in Down My Law now. And that's how the first time I ever met Sam um from uh, Down By Law. Uh but I pretty sh- I'm pretty sure we missed the first of those two shows. So that's where things get a little weird. We played in the backyard and the cops came and we just ran. We just dropped our instruments and just ran into the night because we were like illegal Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, no one's... Where was the... What was where? it? Where? Red Fisher. What was the, Percoc- the Percocet show? Oh, Percocet. Uh, was there, oh, there was, oh, that was the in Los Angeles when uh, oh. I had the flu so bad that I... No, yep. I think it was Percocet, but I got... This lady gave me her like um, cramps, um, period cramps pills, and uh, it was the best show I ever played. <laughs> yeah, and the sweatiest, sweatiest and you said, right? Yeah, I think it was awesome. Percocets because I don't. It wasn't like Advil. That's what I do know. It's probably a little stronger. <laughs> was that at like uh, the whiskey no. or? It was in this weird little club. It was in like sort of. I think it felt like it was sort of just outside of Sacramento, and it could have been the Cattle Club, for all I know. Could have been the Cattle Club. I don't remember. No, no, it was in Los Angeles, so it was like in the valley somewhere. I don't, I don't remember. But uh, no, it was yeah, so many years ago now, man. Like, I guess... Yeah, almost yeah. 30. It's tough to remember. Like, I remember certain really great shows, but... You knew they were gonna. I knew they were gonna be great shows before um, you even played them, so that's how you kind of ready your memory. But when you're on tour and usually play like a bunch of shows in a row, it's tough to remember every show. Oh, I know. I remember most of them, but I'm a freak. <laughs> you know, who has got really good memory too. Is Al Nolan? He got he has dates figured out. I've got most of them too from back then, but. Ba- Back when I used to actually look at calendars all the time and actually have to like plan things way ahead, knowing that there wouldn't be any reminder, like you wouldn't have some little buzzing thing saying, you've yeah. got to do this today. It seems like it was easier to do that. Yeah. I was cleaning out our office and I found like tour schedules, handwritten, um, when I used to take my studio all over Canada and, uh, there's <laughs> like, it's just dates written in hand, like with hand by hand. I mean... And it's like the dates thrown in there. And I'm like, I used to do like ledger keeping, like with like proper ledger paper and stuff, like for my, my accounts. It's like those, it seems like stone age times now. It's like not even that long ago. Yeah, yeah. not at all. And really, it doesn't seem like much time has passed since then. It kind of blows my mind that we're 20 years past 2000 yeah. now. Yeah, that's true. Like it was, it was 20 years ago. Uh, yeah, 20 years ago, two months ago, uh, that we played that show in, um, Coburg together oh. when you finally had, uh, I think you had Dan and Trevor at the time. Like Dan might've been new. Co- oh yeah. Yeah. That was, um, Mark's brother's show. Yeah. 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 Show. yeah I remember that. And I remember we got home and I had stomach flu or something. That's what I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I oh, got really? home. Um, and Al and I ate some food and then he left and I just vomited all night. I don't know what it was, but I, I think it was Ugh. something to do with Wendy's because we went to Wendy's. It's all coming back to me now. We- oh yeah. I'm thinking you might've mentioned yeah. that too. The, the one thing actually, I, I remember that show very well. Um, but right after you guys came off, Trevor just walked past me. He was like, yeah, you got to tune those toms. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like, so I don't have a sponsorship, dude. These things are two years old. How about old. thanks for letting me use your drums, Kyle? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> that works better. It's for li- leaving splinters from those natural stupid sticks uh, all over uh, them. Yeah. I probably should have used those, but they really, it was like holding Yeah, I, mean, I, I buy those now. Like, it's funny because Trevor used to use these great big sticks, and I followed suit and bought way bigger sticks. And, and they are feel, to me, they feel okay, but I don't play a lot. Like, I have a kit here, but it's like, I can only play a certain amount of time before I start pissing my whole family off. <laughs> <laughs> I realized my stick problem about 10 years too yeah. late. Um. I don't know. You, if we played them back, you'd notice. But say the the first two recordings we did with you, compared to the last ones, because the first ones I was using um, five five A's, longer five A's. They were called piranhas. I don't remember who made them. They had uh, grips in them, and uh, that was when I could manage fills and I could move. But I discovered that. Okay, his phone, you know what probably happened? His his computer probably went dead. So, uh, I don't know. I guess we got to end the show here, everybody. Thanks for watching. I will, uh, if we come back, we'll come back. I appreciate you guys listening to the show. Um, let me get back to this thing here. Have a good time, and we'll talk to you later. Okay, bye. And that's exactly what happened. His computer overheated and died. He's about to tell a story about some drumsticks. And I think that's where it ended. So, anyways, thanks for listening to the show, everybody. This is, like I said, a, a hopefully first of many live streams to help with you dealing with boredom and isolation and uh, seeing some friendly faces on the internets and uh, knowing that uh, tomorrow's a new day. We'll get through this, and uh, in the words of a great man, we're one day closer to having this over. Don't know what that entirely means, but that's what happens. That's what happens when you get philosophical in this show. We're one day closer to having it over. So next week, Connor Lovett Frazier, singer of Boys Night Out, also a singer-songwriter in his own right. He's uh, also known as Hammy Hamilton. So uh, everybody, enjoy your week. Stay inside, wash your hands. 